So it's the 21st of July, AMA, CM Top Talk, with Zeke here. Um, wait, what's your what's your key points of the day? Are you thinking, Zeke, what were you going to be talking about? I think this week, well, we might still keep going up until we find out what the US is doing. I think we're, we know what everyone else has done. Canada went last week, UK went this week. So I think we're, we're kind of at the mercy of the FOMC now until uh, we see what the US wants to do with uh, their rates. And if, we, if they deviate at all and don't go 0.75 or a full point, they only go half. We might be okay for the rest of the summer because that'll show they didn't go as high as expected. So I think everything that's happening right now really hinges on next week. Yeah, and, and I guess that's the thing about the Marcus and Crypto. There is always another thing, isn't there? You know, like the the Elon Musk news today. Oh, yep. yeah, oh. He's, he sold his Bitcoin. So people, or was it yesterday? He sold his Bitcoin. So you get that bit of Bitcoin sell-off. And then today's news is... But we probably will buy it in the future, so so yeah, it's just, it's just endless, isn't it? Um, yeah, um, and the sale was back when we were around thirty-two k. Like they showed his average sale. So if anything, when uh, the three three arrows capital news came out, their sell-off more than likely caused the cascade down to seventeen five or wherever we uh, wherever we bottomed at because their sales were uh, back a couple weeks. The news just came out now. Ah, very interesting. So it's, it's very possible that Elon Musk liquidated Three Arrows Capital. Yeah. And then bought the bottom again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be surprising if you bought it all back knowing that, yeah. And then you won't find that out for another few months when, oh, because they don't have to release their uh, balance sheet for another uh, three months again for the next quarter. Which could in turn cause another a run up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm having a look at Zeus, who, uh, founder of Three Arrows Capital, see who he follows, and uh, he doesn't seem to follow Elon Musk, so he's maybe unfollowed him. <laughs> if you lost you know, ten billion dollars of net worth because of a hyperactive billionaire crypto trader. <laughs> Oh well, hopefully it's it's all the way now. Like I'm I'm still in the opinion that historically, what we get in November midterm elections and how bear markets work. There's always relief in bear markets and people get yeah, excited cool. and hope and so it's, it's definitely not over. Like there's a lot of stuff that needs to confirm for it to happen. But it's in in terms of getting some an inflation stability and stopping the the rampant dollar. It's good. It will make our bear market a bit shorter, hopefully. Well, I think so, because if not, the Democrats in the U.S. are just going to get absolutely steamrolled because of all the bad news they've had since they've been in power that uh, they're going to have to do something to save some seats. Yeah, and I guess some analysis will need to be done on if Joe Biden passes away because of COVID. Is this a bullish event? I don't know if you really want Camilla running the States. I've seen her speak publicly enough times that uh, the brain cell count doesn't go up much higher. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might do some market analysis on previous presidents that have died unexpectedly and see how markets react. 
Yeah, I was gonna say if we ever who's died in office besides Kennedy? Did Ro uh Yeah, well that the Kennedy was my immediate thought. Um Yeah, I'm trying to think if Roosevelt uh lost the presidency before he he died or not. Yeah, I suppose it would depend on the circumstances well, wouldn't it? Because uh probably an assassination people would initially think that that's a that's a sell signal because if the assassination was related to another country or you know people wouldn't know um yeah um, illness, i guess is who knows but i mean surely everyone deep down knows that what's happening in the world is absolutely nothing to do with joe biden you know like no <laughs> it's probably absolutely nothing that happens in the usa is to do with joe biden not recently, no. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't brought a lot to the table. Um, yeah, but I, what I'll talk about today is, if anyone does have any questions about the the recent update on OL, that's certainly getting extremely exciting. Um, the obviously the the dots to connect there is is how many large. Uh, groups and, and companies and organizations want to get into this move programming language because it was this previous affiliation with Facebook, DM, and uh, what they were trying to build there. And obviously, oh well, sort of our ticket into getting into this sort of. And I imagine uh, crypto comes out initially, and you've got like a, and you know, a, a few things that are built around Ethereum, and you've got the like comparable layer ones coming out with like a, a, a better technology and there was sort of a, a free way to get in with them with already really established developers and connections and play that's basically what this is it's it's such a massive opportunity and it, the thing is it, if, it, if it's just a, a mediocre success it will still be pretty good for us but my goodness if it's if it's a massive success it's it's, it's happy days so that's good. People can use the chat function in here. I'll ask ask questions as as we chat away. Um, what about chart wise and, and market wise? Because uh, we, we people were talking people about were talking. like is the bull market back? But we've had a bit of rejection. So do, do you think we sort of go down a bit from here? So Ethereum was just r rallied again in literally in the last hour though, hasn't it? Um, Ethereum, yep, and uh, Bitcoin actually on the weekly just broke its downward trend. If we can close this week green, I just uh, shared the chart. If anyone wants to look at the chart, it's going to come up just in uh, the chat there on the right. So if you just click on that, um, we finally broke the, the continuous weekly downtrend from uh, what, what week was that? April 4th. So we've been on a steady decline basically since 46,000 all the way down to here. Um, last week, we sort of tapped the trend line. Um, this week, we broke through it. And you can see some of the uh, the buy areas and the resistance areas marked out in yellow lines there where we uh, we have pockets of capital in different areas, like between, uh, you can put it at 29.50 and 32,000. There's uh there's a good chunk of capital up there, sorry, 29.5 to 32, which is where most people think this run's going to stop. Um, just because once you get over 30K, you run into a lot of uh, resistance from when we broke 20,000 for the first time a couple of years ago. You have a lot of resistance in around the uh, 32 to 34.5 mark. So 
if we happen to get through this level we're at right now and above 25, there's not a lot of resistance between 25 and 32. And you can see almost everything, the indicators down the bottom, the RSI, the Stotch RSI, and the MACD are all trying to round up right now. So if this works out and we don't get completely destroyed by the FOMC next week, we might be okay running into uh, basically all the way to September when the next FOMC meeting is. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, I, I, I had previously highlighted this in, in June, the um, that mass sell-off we have. It could be very, very possible that from June until October, November, midterm, historically a bad time, we, we get a bit of relief moving up. And that would be a good thing because it would give us the space for a sell-off down to bring us in line with that sort of historical... 80% from the top zone, which is about, I think, 16,000 or something like that. Um, it, it gives us potential to revisit those zones without completely destroying and people starting to worry about things like $4,000 Bitcoin and stuff like that. Yeah, if we, uh, if we take another swipe down, which most people think we're going to have one more real sort of freak people out capitulation drop, then uh, it'll be the range to do it from. Because if we happen to get up like even anywhere near the 30s and then all of a sudden just get one more cascade where people start taking profits who bought at the bottom here, because that's almost a, a 2x. Like if you bought at 17, 18,000 and we get near the 30s, you're going to be pretty cautious. And especially anybody who has uh, any leverage in the market, they're... Uh, they're going to be profit taking, so that could uh, all of a sudden cause a nice U-turn for one more swipe low. Yeah, and I, I think that's and that's the thing as well because of how the markets play out. Regardless of what's really happening elsewhere, people will play to that. I've made some money back on this relief relief rally that the sell-off is coming back. That that's still in people's heads very much at the moment that we, we, we could revisit those low levels but it's uh, it's good to see it do so well to be honest so quickly and I think it's it's flipping a lot of minds really really fast there's a, a lot of huge bear bear traders out there that were doom and gloom and saying this was going to be hard and low and it's, it's totally put that all to bed it's, it's, it's actually been pretty stable it's been a, a really nice uh, four weeks hasn't it just sort of reforming itself yeah ever since we hit those uh below twenty thousand lows it's been uh been been pretty steady on the way up really since uh we left last wick down to uh eighteen six um even on the daily it's a it's a continuous climb from uh from there up right now yeah and i mean the the indicator about got the bitcoin buy on the fifteenth of july at about 20 just 20 and a half thousand dollars so yeah so, that was a good read on that signal yeah that, that's that's been playing out so well and it, it's it's going to be good when we've got this in, in full flow for everyone i think because these little 
movements and trades if you've got a little you know 10 15 percent of your bag that you just you've got a few days spare and you want to use this indicator and you know try and make 10 15 percent or something like that um even leverage it just for a bit of fun but don't risk everything then it's it's going to be very enjoyable i think and hopefully very useful Yeah, it looks like most of the altcoins are running with Ethereum, so it's going to be, they're aiming for what, the merge in September now, I believe, is the goal. So it'll be interesting how everything lines up with uh, with the month of September, with the merge, the next FOMC meeting, uh, you're a few months away from midterm, so September is going to be a big month. Yeah. Exactly, and to be honest, the Ethereum Bitcoin chart is, is another one. Um, it, it's time to revisit this because out of nowhere, that, that remember people will remember I'd created these two massive ascending channels that lasted a couple of years, um, and I'd said to people, uh, if this breaks down, it was round about May. If Ethereum breaks down out of this, it'll be pretty catastrophic for the market and that's what happened we had that massive move down sell-off as ethereum versus bitcoin totally crumbled and the that sell-off lasted from middle of may to the middle of june if you look at how ethereum's performed against bitcoin in the last month it is unbelievable and we are now about to move back into this channel so i think potentially within the next week two weeks at the absolute most ethereum could move back into this channel and if it gets in there retests my goodness the the recovery on alts would, would be supreme for a couple of months i think at least if it rejects on it then it's anyone's guess but that that's coming soon again as well that's pretty exciting and we're due for like a relief that could last more than a couple of days. Like we've pretty much been down since December. So we are overdue for some kind of sustained relief. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the alts. Yeah, exactly. And the good thing about these types of markets is if everything's a bit stable, even moving a bit upward, it presents a lot of opportunities elsewhere. I can start researching and, and, and finding out other promising projects that have got strong roadmaps, releasing some things, giving me some hints about what's to come. Because if the market sits like this and project starts to announce partnerships, announcements, development updates, those coins will move up in, in these types of market conditions. And that, that's when we can hopefully start to start to make some serious money again. So that that's also very exciting. Yeah, because you're going to see a lot of uh, stuff that's been sitting idle all of a sudden start trying to push at least a little bit of marketing and get a feel for, for what's going on out there. Because right now, any projects that have survived are just literally in survival mode and sitting idle so they don't burn too much capital. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of them. And I think now's the, the time to, you know, Meaties is, <coughs> excuse me, is, is a very obvious one. Coins that have sold off but also had the majority or all in the case of meetings as of next month uh, of their tokens unlocked as well and we've seen that with the 
meteoric rise of, of Zillica to you know after the the deep correction in the bear market and after their token unlock it just accelerated in price because there was just no more concern or worries about mass token unlocks to to put pressure on people that are holding the coin throughout throughout a bear market so those are the ones i'll be trying to discover and, and hopefully getting out to people yeah that's actually a big thing too while we've been going down um anything that's came out in the last couple of years during the bull market bull market a lot of them are going to uh burn through the majority of their token releases prior to the next run-up so as long as they can uh survive the vc runoff if they run off at all depending on the prices um that's going to put some projects in some really good positions for the next run yeah absolutely and funnily enough though a lot of projects that i'm involved in they have actually sent ridiculous messages out saying because of market conditions we are stopping the unlock of tokens and i the xcad's done this with the extension of the vesting period and in my head i think oh that, that that's good like it's it's uh you're taking the the sell pressure you're basically cutting it in half you know what what's released is slower release it's less less damaging to the the project itself in terms of the token value however in my head i actually think that when the market recovers and the bull market resumes it would be better to have all the tokens unlocked it'd be better to have the the bleed hard now um and then suddenly you've got all the tokens in circulation you've got no more unlocks no more uh, psychological sell pressure that people think comes with unlocks and a, a token could perform very well so also you, you if you are doing that type of research you do not want to be looking at their initial proposal for their their vesting schedule you want to be checking their announcements to see if they've made any changes to it because I, I know many projects that have now not released any tokens for four or five months and that is basically just being extended and in some cases it will be a, a larger bulk release at one stage as well so that's something to keep in mind as well keep up to date with updated uh, tokenomics yeah 100 percent. because those uh depending on what stage they're in whether it's seed rounds pre-sale rounds their uh the vesting periods definitely change for the benefit of the project not so much the benefit of the investors yeah it, projects funnily enough are so so tied to trying to hold like levels of price they're, they're so concerned about it without really looking at the, the bigger picture of of what changing token unlocks and extending them what that can actually do to a project there was a, a vr project i was involved in it hit 200x on launch they decided that they were going to liquidate people's tokens for them over a certain period of time because they wanted to protect protect the price of the coin but when that news circulated that they were sort of del <laughs> delaying some of the unlocks when the bear market hit people thought my goodness there's still all these tokens to unlock now the bear market's here and that project that was at 200x is now sitting at like 8x or something like that so not good Well, especially some of these gaming ones that tried to make a go of it right at the tail end of the bull market like any of the gaming uh producers or gaming studios they they pretty much just have to go into survival mode until uh 
till money starts flowing in again, because if they want to do another capital raise, the capital raise will be lower than what the, the initial raise was during the peak market conditions. And uh, if they start releasing tokens and people sell them off too fast, then they're toast. They just won't have anything left to, uh, to build with. Yeah, exactly. A, a lot of these gaming projects will likely do secondary and, and, and third raises. Um, that They'll have a lot of tokens that they can sell OTC because I, I think a lot of these projects probably had some of their tokens uh, staked in some of these 10% reward platforms <laughs> and um, they've probably lost a, a lot of their actual capital and token value as well. So if they're struggling for cash, they will look for sort of other methods of, of additional raising so that's something to keep keep an eye out on but i think it'll be worthwhile definitely looking at gaming projects that are on the edge of full releases that have maybe had vet like network is probably a good one i know people I know. yeah probably hate that at the moment but the reality of that is some of their um vehicles were selling for like ten thousand dollars and stuff like that if you can pick these types of things up cheap now while the market's low and they're about to I, I, I don't i've not kept up to date with it but if they're releasing their vr game in like six months or within the year and the market's going to pick up some plays like that could pay off very very well because yeah, a lot of these vehicles will be worth tens of thousands of dollars when people are using this game because they're, they're limited release um, and it will be the, the best and fastest way to sort of get about the game. So if any of these take off from a, you know, if, if you've got a lot of people playing these games and that they want to move around it, just like you've seen with some of these ridiculous battle games where people yeah. pay tons of money so they can get a 20% boost in damage or armor things like that it'll be the same idea for some of these kind of navigation games uh we got a couple questions in text chat ben asked um could we set up something similar to the airdrop cartel with validators for ol how is the validator system for ol working ah good question and you you've sort of read my mind a bit so that that is the that is the sort of opportunity we're discussing to to hopefully present to people what we would love to do because at the moment the the validators do cost uh, a lot of money and time that they've got to run in servers we've got to make sure that there's people active if there's any issues to update them and and keep them running and make sure the servers are all live and then obviously um energy costs and things like that around the world have went up so some of these servers are very expensive so it's not confirmed yet but definitely one of the things we were discussing is to try and organize something like that where people in the community can contribute to basically hold a validator or, or, or a percentage of a validator and then they know in their head that they're getting a, a percentage cut of, of a much potential higher yield of actual coin in itself and then of course it's in your best interest as a community to help ol you know we can start jumping in their channel we'll, we'll share their tweets we'll make content for them some of you have got developer experience you can assist in that way as well and then yeah suddenly we've got loads of us getting hopefully loads of these tokens through the validators together as a community and you know and hopefully we can all uh, win out of it collectively together and the good thing as well is if you've got us as a community holding a lot of these tokens 
and people in OL with the same mindset of this is about you know no VCs and community backed and things like that if you've got that sentiment as a group what you will find is very very little cell pressure um i've seen it with projects like origin trail track basically everyone that they held track was such a believer in what this project will be in the future and because of that you know anytime you wanted to buy like five or ten thousand dollars worth of track that the price would jump up because it was literally no one selling the coins then of course when it got as a result of that when it did get listed on coinbase there was so few tokens available that's why it got that absolutely insane pump of the coinbase oh, that, was, that was a nuts uh, coinbase effect pump yeah probably one of the the biggest ones ever like just crazy you know at a at, at hundred million dollars worth of buy pressure sent it to the moon and this is the kind of thing that we can hopefully build together with, with something like oh well if you've got a core group of people that believe in the project and not going to sell it when people do come to want to buy it it goes absolutely parabolic so that's that's, hopefully that's kind of answered the question for you. It's definitely in our mind that, that, that that's the aim behind it. Because, you know, I as much as it's it would be excellent for me to run, you know, 10 validators off my own back, I, I've still got to run the, the risk aspect of it. I, I don't want to pay thousands of dollars a month um, for something that, to be honest, I, I don't exactly know what, what it will be in the future. So it, it does make sense to, to share some of that risk with the group, but also hopefully some of the, the massive reward out of it as well. Um, and then Michael asked, uh, Gold Fever, are they in survival mode? Are they building? Do you have any update from Gold Fever? Yeah, so Gold Fever um, is one of the ones that I know they are on track w with what they're developing, but they have just basically stopped communicating anything because of the, the market situation with the... I don't know if it actually happened that the KuCoin delisting rumors that was nothing to do with issues with the project. It was purely down to volume. Uh, KuCoin and exchanges like that w will delist coins if there's not enough volume going through them. But as far as I'm aware, that 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 issue has been resolved. They've, they've spoke to KuCoin directly and they've came to a deal to sort it out. So I don't think that's a problem anymore. But definitely that that game is still getting built, and that is. The type of games I'm talking about here, like, you know, the market's been so depressive for the last eight, nine months. If we've had a, a series of token unlocks since then, and you're, you know, six to 12 months away from a, a coin, from a coin being fully unlocked, and they do release this stunning crypto game that is so, uh, so much more far advanced than a lot of the other games we've seen about on Unreal Engine 5. That that could be a, a, a massive play, absolutely. So, yeah, I actually still hold my gold favor. I mean, oh goodness, I, it, it's just that way. It, it dipped, and I thought, right, it, it can't go any further. It can't go any further. It can't go any further. And yeah, just punishing. But you know, I I, I bought it at the levels I did because I I felt like it was going to go much higher than there. So. You know, I, I still believe that it will take some time for it to recover. But in terms of development and everything like that, I still think it's it's going to do very well. And I'm the the team are completely genuine as well. This was not just a random. Oh yeah, let's think of a game idea. We'll raise five million and see what we can do. These guys are serious. They 
they they want this game to succeed. They they want it to be sort of one of the the first of a kind in the crypto space as well. Nice. Anyone else got any questions? You guys can type them on the side. I'll pick them up or just ask them if your mic's working. But yeah, we, I think we're we're in a good position overall. One of the I I'm always striving to improve, and and one of the one of the hardest things to hit was how fast this bear market came, um, and and how hard it is to to guide people through selling and things like that. So when Slam and Angelo approached me that they could put in a lot of hard work into building this indicator system where it would really be like a like idiot proof where, where people can look at it and, and know exactly what it means and, and and hopefully what's going to happen next in the market people can make their their own judgment call from there so the the updates on that is is, is going to be incredible for everyone it's going to be such a, a massive tool for the next run where people will be able to hopefully make more money but also more importantly protect their wealth when when we do get some periods of downtrends as well um, and I know there's some incredible things being built on it. They're going to, I, I know definitely for the for the for those of you that subscribe to the, the big dogs tier, um, Slam has amazingly t turned this into where it'll be able to send through like push notifications to your phone or even your smartwatch. So just a bit of alpha, he'd sent me a a photo today of his smartwatch on his wrist, and it'd give him given him a trade signal on his watch so this is absolutely insane you'll be able to be holding your favorite coin and go about your day not looking at your phone you know i know back in the day i used to literally have my phone plugged in and set it to always on and just have it at the side of my desk and literally just look at the chart non-stop what this will do is notify you so it flags up you see what the message says, you know, close your short, open along, things like that, and you can action off it. So it, it, it's going to be an incredible new system. Very excited to get that, that sent out. And great turnout, guys. If the MAs keep, we start getting turnouts like this on a regular basis, it'll be easier for myself and CM also to uh, try and grab some people from different projects and come in as guest speakers. That way, if we have some questions with uh, projects we like, we can actually have them pop in for 15 minutes, half an hour and talk to us about a project. And we can ask the team questions directly rather than uh, even us filtering stuff to you guys. Um, the bigger this server becomes obviously, which it has been growing at a pretty good pace considering the market conditions. Normally everybody disappears, especially with it being summertime and uh, a downtrend. So if we can uh, continuously get some good turnouts where we start seeing 20, 30, 40 people in these, um, definitely a chance for us to bring in some people to talk to us yeah and if you have a little what i just mentioned here about the, <laughs> the push notifications if you have a if you go on uh, this discord channel and you can click the little button that says open chat if, if you have a look in there you'll see slams actually posted the the, the testing the, the push notification i was talking about so you can see cm top dog testing long exit alert ethereum versus usd um Funnily enough, I'm the full degenerate one minute chart that a boy slam. Go right, go right, degen to the one minute chart. Yeah, I think just annoy us. This wasn't necessarily a successful trade, but it does. <laughs> it does. It, it, it was just testing. 
it's just to show that it's obviously put it on one minute because he wanted to see it pop up immediately um but it, it shows the power of this thing this coming through to give you this information immediately through your watch like it's it is it's going to be incredible it's it will remove a lot of the stress you you know you like like i said in the chat just as a bit of a joke you'll be able to you know go out for a a, a tinder date and you know sit and relax and just oh look my, my watch just went off give me a minute while i close this trade <laughs> um and as uh zeke was saying about the attendance yeah i, I think uh for for ol it will be excellent um we we'll get them in next week and if we can have loads of people in attendance we will get so much information out of them and in real time people can ask questions about it and they, they'll look on that very very positively as well like our relationship with them is is good because we are one of the few crypto groups is that's always trying to improve and, and trying to assist and help people and look after their mental health and all these sorts of things so that looks upon us very favorably and that's definitely what these guys at ol are, are all about because the, the truth be it these guys could raise millions of dollars from a vc um you know next week they would have absolutely no issues in doing that but they they want to stay true to themselves and, and true to satoshi's vision so it's it's good guys to get involved with and if we can sort of return that favor with, with good attendance and good questions and engagement that that's, that's going to be great Um, so, Zeke, have you got anything else to sort of add on speculation on the market or anything else happening in the, the media and things like that? I think it, it was the start of recording. We'd mentioned the, the ECB, European Central Bank. They have yeah. now, oddly, after two weeks of saying they weren't going to do anything, they've now done an interest rate hike. So we do think this could cool down the dollar a bit, which is good for crypto. Um, what else had we mentioned at the start before we recorded? Um, the only thing we haven't touched on, if anyone got trapped in Voyager or Celsius, they both went to Chapter 11, which means the good news is the funds are locked. The bad news is it could take two to five years before anything gets settled. Um, there are a few proposals for both, but... Uh, both of those have gone Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and lawyered up big time. Yeah, I mean, you, you never know how these things actually turn out for people. Like, I, I bet the, the, the people at, at Mount Gox, you know, would have probably sold their Bitcoin at $1,000. But in, in reality, because of all that happening, they, they've ended up diamond handing it against their will. And, and now, they, now they can sell Bitcoin at... <laughs> over twenty thousand dollars so yeah you, you never know these things take a very very long time to to play out yeah that was if i'm not mistaken seven years those funds were locked for so uh that's sort of the unfortunate situation if you have money in voyager or uh or celsius but uh the good news is the money's locked and it can't be uh can't be no one can run away with it the bad news is it's locked for a substantial period of time until the courts decide who gets paid what gets paid and so on and so forth so if anyone's stuck in that um 
there was a really good video on it actually today from Invest Answers with uh, Simon was the guest who helped with the uh, Bitfinex uh, failure. So if anyone is in Celsius and wants an update, if you watch the Invest Answers video from today, there's it's about an hour long, goes through all the details of a couple different proposals, um, how different scenarios can play out and, uh, and what you possibly could or could not get back in the future. And uh, the general ballpark is you could get anywhere from 50% on the dollar up, upwards to 80% on the dollar if things went perfectly. But uh, there's no telling on that how that's going to play out for quite a while now. Yeah, on, um, on BTs, I know... <laughs> I don't, sorry, I, I, I don't know. So what happened was about, a, well, at the moment it's actually just simply that the chart sort of playing out. Um, I know about a week ago there was sort of internal circulations about some rumours of some of the things that they were going to announce, but it, it was pure speculation. Like, I, I was told about it, and I was told, like, this is complete speculation, please don't share it and all that. Um, so I, I know if they're sending me these things, they will be sending it to other groups and, and other people. And it's likely that, you know, they've, oh. they've, they've kind of told some people and there is a bit of excitable buying pressure there about potentially what is coming. Um, in terms of the Binance listing, I've got access to their API listing, I believe. Um, and I can't see it there. I have, I have checked it. But um, also with Metis, they're fully unlocked as of next month. So this type of the worst is over uh, psychology is, is beginning to kick in for that as well. Um, and I know they are going to be doing their NFT projects with uh, with Byte. They just, uh, wallets are now, you can now attach a Metis wallet to Byte. Um, so... Uh, they're just in the final steps of finalizing things for any NFT projects that come out on Medis. Yeah, and a lot of people here maybe don't know what you mean by bite. I'd looked at this very, very closely because I, I was potentially going to invest in it before a whole host of mass issues happened. But um, bite is basically a, a very, very promising sort of... If you imagine what OpenSea is, but imagine it fully multi-chain um, and way better incentivized for, for both creators and users of the platform um, built by people that, that know what they're doing and have a much faster roadmap um, and, and delivering it being cross-chain on, on many of these layer ones because at the moment although everyone's like oh it doesn't need to be cross-chain everything's on Ethereum and a bit's on Solana very likely with a lot of these games coming out within the next year or two you're going to absolutely want a cross-chain nft decks which is what byte will be so byte is a big deal uh, you know with meaties that that is a big deal i believe i've recapped byte there fairly zeke is that fine <laughs> yeah i put a link to the to the website so people can uh, go take a quick look at it and for people who joined early um the passes what they did is in the background they're really working on the social aspect of byte to set it apart from OpenSea and all the other competitors and then they'll get the discount passes out to people who have been in the discord for 
since day one, but uh, what isn't on the site yet. So you can connect multiple wallets now. Um, you can build your profile. And what is going to come out to is a social aspect where rather than going to Twitter, trying to hunt somebody down, um, you will be able to chat a little and sort of negotiate uh, deals right on the bike platform without having to go to secondary sites and and all that. So there's going to be a small uh, social media aspect to Byte as well, making uh, interaction for sales a lot easier. And there'll be a direct sales portal um, to limit risk and stuff like that when you're trading directly with a person. So uh, there's a lot going on in the background of the site, which is why they sort of stepped away from the initial marketing, especially with uh, NFTs being in a severe, severe bear market right now. So rather than uh, really promoting the crap out of the site with not a whole lot going on, they, uh, they stepped back and are finishing the program, which uh, the first programming uh, they had to finish was uh, TELUS. Um, TELUS signed a contract with them during NFT Miami um, just prior to Meaties, and then Meaties is just getting finished up now while they're still working on the social aspect. And that would put, uh, five different, uh, chains now on, uh, now on Byte. So you have Arbitrum, Solana, Ethereum, Meaties, and Telos now all, uh, linked into Metis. So they're up to five different, uh, five different chains. I'm assuming Binance and AVAX will be next just because they're both EVM compatible. So I'm assuming the next two to come, I don't have that confirmed, will be AVAX and Binance NFTs. But uh, yeah, anyone who wants to take a look at, at the marketplace, it's built um, picture quality, quality of pretty much everything there is speed for like you know how when a project comes out on OpenSea and you have to refresh metadata refresh metadata refresh metadata any new collections that launch with byte the entire meta collect, uh, metadata is loaded within an hour or sorry an hour a minute to two minutes tops is the refresh time on it so once they get up and running and advertising it uh it should be a big player in uh nft marketplaces yeah, and just to sort of reassure everyone about, you know, what does it mean if, if a project sells off? Does it affect the integrity or the potential future value of it? Absolutely not. The, the biggest example ever that I think in, in the history of, of stocks and trading is, is that one of Amazon. And in 1999, with the huge uh, dip in the the dot-com era, Amazon went on a 96% sell-off over a period of two years. It sold off for two years and went down 96%. People thought it was over and it was done. It dropped to a value of around about 20 cents or so. And, of course, the recovery after that, parabolic, up to almost $200 per share um, from 20 cents. So that is kind of like what you can see in, in, in new technology and, and things like crypto. You get these horror sell-offs in some projects and you, you think, oh, hope is gone. It will never recover. But, you know, it, if you looked at Amazon back then and looked at what it, would, what it could be in the future, a lot of people would have held it and bought it at that level. So that that's what can happen in crypto and what can happen 
with giant projects like Amazon now. And I think moving forward, we're sort of at that stage where Bitcoin has to stop being the be all and end all and project usability, functionality, projects that start actually working and doing what they're supposed to have to now sort of take the lead versus just Bitcoin controls the market at some point we do have to break away from the severe, severe Bitcoin dominance. It's always going to be there. But uh, this next go round, like stuff like DOT has to work properly. Cardano has to get up and running. Like they sort of took the tortoise in the hare route. It's got to pay off now. Like when they start launching and go full bore, DOT, uh, Cardano, the Ethereum merge, all these things have to start working. Even Solana with all the the downtime it's had these have to start functioning properly and running at full speed yeah that's the thing i think i'd highlighted that in in a tweet a couple of weeks ago that when when the bull market's here and and projects like cardano were saying things like this update this upgrade this development thing is, is happening over the next few weeks and months that's all great it keeps the buying pressure coming in everyone gets excited and it rides really really well but when you get these sell-offs and a project is pretty much fully developed you want to see the users come in after that point you know I, i've still got coins that i kind of keep track of that i held in 2016 2017 and they did really really well because they fulfilled all their development requirements but the truth is since 2018 they've they've not brought in any more users or use cases brought in no adoption and they've not performed well at all uh, over the last two three years despite the the rally in the market so that that's the assessment you absolutely want to make now if you've been holding something and you've seen it have a, a good rally over the last couple of years and it's now sold off get up to date and, 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 and have a look are they going to be bringing in users is there more development things like that to come because you don't want to get emotionally tied to it you, you don't want to get stuck in it you want to make sure that that will deliver profit for you first and foremost so don't don't get too attached to something make sure that it, that it will deliver yeah something like eos would be a prime example of that that never really had a second run it had had its 2017 run and then just went by the wayside xrp at an incredibly emotionally tied coin i mean <laughs> for a lot of people yeah it's gonna be interesting when that sec case ends what what happens with xrp yeah exactly yeah you know it, it had that sell off and then it, it didn't it didn't uh, go past its previous all-time high so if people when xrp sold off thought you know what that there's a new wave of technology coming in I'm going to try some of this that they would have done very well but yeah and instead they, they've held their xrp the whole time and and, and hope of the and hope of things hope. getting resolved uh yeah i don't even know if we got to two dollars this run i think it topped out at about a buck 90 i don't even know if it broke the two dollar mark even in the peak yeah i i don't remember it doing that it definitely it definitely didn't break its 2018. Um, no it didn't, didn't get close to that so yeah, that that's just a reminder on that, folks. I, I I will assist with that. I'm definitely always trying to find the the next big thing. You know, I I done it with previous layer ones, layer twos. I, I always try and find the the next cycle in the market. You know, I, I identified that NFTs would be a big thing 
while there's people that slag me on Twitter and, and try and I'm not naming any names but it's very easy to guess these people disputed that NFTs would ever be a thing two years ago they, they wrote ridiculous things like NFTs are ridiculous there will never be anything what are these stupid pictures but they did not understand what NFTs actually are beyond just a picture um, and that that's what you've got to be looking at trying to understand the, the next hype wave um, which I, I've yet to identify myself but usually after these sell-offs you're just looking for anything that's a, a bit strong development wise and a bit interesting because they will do well and then once the market recovers and picks up that that's when you start getting the hype waves again like the, the dog coins the nfts the, yeah. the virtual reality that's when you start moving into these like quick 50x spaces um my fight don't know if bullish is going to get the the global use needed to uh give EOS a bit of a run. I know uh, a few people have talked about it online. I, I haven't looked at it myself and even looked at their interface or anything, but uh, I think at this point they need more than one exchange to uh, to show some life. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it, it, for a lot of these chains, it, it does just take one large company or organization or the, or the right person to to tweet for for it to end up doing very very well you look at the, the classic case of doge you know it, it just I, I know i'm saying just elon musk um but it, unexpectedly out of nowhere it just takes one one person for for it to end up doing well but you you don't want to be relying on that of course no, that was one of the craziest runs in crypto out of nowhere. A coin that had never gone above four or five cents is already almost closing in on a dollar and taps out at 75 cents. Like that was one of the craziest insanity things due to one person you were ever going to see. Yeah. And, and the hilarious thing about Doge is I actually had a, a good crypto friend that told me like, I think six months before Elon Musk tweeted about Doge, he said something like he had a dream about Doge hitting a dollar and I was like what what are you talking about <laughs> and, and it actually happened so yeah if, if you get like a, a premonition or a vision maybe maybe hang on to yeah, it throw a few hundred bucks at it <laughs> yeah and of course my my one was Shiba you know I'd, I'd, I'd kind of thought there might be a bit of a dog hype wave like we did enter things like, yeah. things like Falcon 9 and things like that and some a lot of people did make money out of it but shiba was one i held I, I think i bought like it was i had a really good run and zillica and stuff like that and i think i bought like five thousand dollars worth of shiba and then it, it took like a bit of a, a random sell-off over a few days it dropped to like two and a half or three thousand dollars and i thought right stuff this like i'm, I'm not holding this ridiculous dog coin <laughs> and then obviously at the market peak it would have been worth like one and a half million dollars or something ridiculous so that, that, that's why these little you know these little degen plays will come back and we'll, we'll try and be try and be well poised for them with this beautiful new indicator system as well that, that's going to help us um identify you know long trends of selling and things like that um but yeah i think well, that's, that was a very very fast hour does anyone get any last questions or anything they want to want to go for it's a completely open space See Mike well, Michael's got one more. He's typing. He's on a roll today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Uh, Gary Vanderchuk made a lot of people a lot of money. There's another one talk about one person who could tweet. He could tweet about any NFT project he wanted last summer, and that thing instantly sold out and went up. Like, it's crazy the power him and Elon had over different markets last year. Yeah, I, I, and I, to be honest, I kind of see VR almost being, it, it could be a bit like 3D television. Remember that 10 years ago? Okay. Yeah, so, like it, it wasn't about yeah okay 3d television looked great but at the end of the day it, it didn't really improve your experience with the content you were consuming um you know do i see people like sitting at home with a, a vr headset working eight hours a day in a, in a virtual office absolutely not unless they can make them really slim line like a pair of glasses or something like that which is obviously if you look at the size of these headsets and how long it's taken them to get phones to the size they are now that's a decade away no i think we're as much as you see the pushback now which i think is major game companies and studios trying to figure out how to get ahead of the curve I think NFTs and NFT gaming is going to be the next big thing. At some point, people are going to want to, like, when people actually realize, hey, I can play this game and earn something that I can sell down the road or make a bit of money while I play it, and the game actually gets adopted and these games get smarter with their tokenomics. A lot of these play-to-earn and games just had horrible tokenomics at first where they had multiple coins within the game and any bit of sell pressure just killed them. Um, because t- tokens just continuously got released, minted, aired, like it just, the tokenomics sucked on most of this first wave of games and the games were, weren't the best. Once we start seeing some real games that people want to play, um, like if Alluvium pulls off what they're, they're trying to pull off, um, the one we invested in CM, that first shooter game, yeah, if, if some of these games um, pull off what they're trying to play, you're going to see a 180 on uh, these eSport teams and eGamers uh, want to cash in on the trend. Yeah, and for those of you that are not into gaming, like I, I've been a, a massive gamer, I still play a few games now, I, I find it a great stress release for me just to jump on and and chat a load of rubbish for a couple hours um you know a lot of these like games like valorant have got 13 million users there's games like counter-strike global offensive that have weapons in them that sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars because they're rare if if these things are, are moved into nfts and they've actually got ownership assigned to them and they're they're collect collectible they look good they give you extra bonus features in the game it, it is going to be absolutely insane that the type of market that this is going to open up and that this will move to every little small thing in your life it is very likely that your your twitter avatar will be an nft and you know you, you can add things to these nfts you know do things within the space that give you benefits or rewards and your nft becomes more valuable and and people trade it and want to share things nft is not just a a a picture of an ape that people seem to be spending a lot of money on i'm thinking along the same lines lines as uh mccrypto face there what he just posted like yeah picture playing a game like uh fifa and 
you win a tournament or you unlock something and you get an NFT of Pele in his prime or somebody from the past um, in their prime. And that's sort of like your special collector's NFT. Those things are going to go for massive, massive money. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of like World of Warcraft, for example, what will, yeah, what will happen in the future is people you know over the last hundred years that they've collected like music memorabilia because because music was the biggest thing things like the Beatles and Michael Jackson and and things like that that those were the biggest things what we're at now is gaming is the biggest thing and a lot of these games huge games will, will do so well that people will play them for years and it will be it will be such a big deal like no way like you'll have a hundred million people playing a game and ev all of these hundred million people will, will remember that the rarest best item in that game and you could be the person that owns that thing that, that that's that's what the future holds everyone will be a gamer you've seen like the Fortnite revolution in kids you know any friends i've got that have maybe got kids that are like five six years old they're obsessed with things like Fortnite. the the world is totally pivoted now gaming is, is in everyone's life and that, that that's going to continue to grow and nfts will, will be a massive part of it yeah and, and well said michael the 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 fit to earn revolution and and actually how amazingly designed um stepping is the gmt coin performance with how that token is designed for when you have millions of users engaging with it and what that can do to token price but also as a revenue model for the company itself that this is definitely the future i think in in quarter two gmt made over a hundred million dollars in revenue so this is the, this is the future yeah like the first few like the first few uh, crypto games that came out they're just gonna have to figure out proper tokenomics because you get people making millions of tokens exercising the first people in they're gonna dump and you got to find a way to uh to stay relevant so tokenomics and those projects moving forward are going to be huge exactly totally agree it's it, it literally we we are in a blessed moment where we We've had these opportunities already, but that th this is seriously still the beginning. You know, I I've got s some casual friends that enter a bit of crypto, and but they, they talk about the the usual culprits. The, no one I know in, in my real life really understands the, the big picture of of what what is going to come here. We, we're still an extremely small community. We feel like it's big, but it's just because we're in these communities and we talk about it a lot. But it's still so early. Um, and you know, I, I believe that the, the next few years are going to be incredible if uh, you just continue to educate and, and, and try and understand as much as possible. The, there will be so many opportunities. For sure. Okay, well, I think we are good there. Thanks very much, everyone, for, for joining us this week. Things are looking up. Um, yeah, that was a good turnout this week. Yeah, definitely. Excellent, um, and I've, we've got loads of exciting updates to come as well. Like the, it really, it, it, I'll be honest. Like it's been very, very hard when the market's going down, and you're trying to build hard, and you're like, when are we going to benefit from this? <laughs> um, but I can already see the benefit coming in now. Um, so it's it's good. Thanks everyone. Thanks everyone. Yeah, and it just limits.
it's our content because there's no real new coins, new projects to talk about because everything's flat, but they'll definitely get more eventful and more exciting as time goes on. Absolutely. Well, we can close it off there, everyone. Um, we'll keep the updates coming, but thanks for joining us, and we'll, we'll do the same again next week, same time, the AMA, I think. And if we get a hold of uh, OL, we'll, uh, we'll make some announcements so everyone knows that uh, they'll be here. Exactly. Took the words out of my mouth, Seek. <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone, have a, have a great evening and have a nice weekend. Thank you. Thank you.